0: Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.
1: Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well this morning. Susie Ruffle is my guest this morning. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming in. It's my pleasure. Lovely stuff. Uh, We've got Sean Lott later on as well. He's uh, joining us after. uh, Very funny man. Yeah. Do you know Sean? I know him a little bit, but I know his
0: stands up very well. Yeah, fantastic.
1: Brilliant. First comedian to play. A stadium. Is that right? Well, he supported Newman and Badil. Right. So, and they were the first comedians to play. The stadium. So, so technically, technically, he went out first. He was the first person to.
0: Good to know. Yeah.
1: Have you ever been a support act?
0: I have. Yeah. I've done a lot of support. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Who've you supported?
0: I've done um Josh Widdicombe, Alan Carr, oh. Ramesh. Oh right. Wow. Uh Nathan. There's not two Ramesh's is there. No, I, I don't need say, to. Don't to, need to put his surname
1: in. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, quite. <laughs> uh,
0: a couple of dates for Kevin Bridges. <laughs> oh, lovely. I've been all over.
1: The Kevin's about to go on tour as well. He so is. He's a he is fantastic indeed. comic.
0: He really is. Yeah, I saw him doing some warm up the other day, and it was.
1: He's always very been brilliant. He was good from. I mean, he probably won't say it himself, but he was one of that. Their... What were you like when you started? How long have you been going?
0: I've been going full-time job, about five years. That's the moment, I... isn't it, when yeah. you go
1: full-time? Yeah. you could do it for a hobby for quite a while. Yeah,
0: for two years I was utterly terrible.
1: <laughs> Just gigging around to
0: <laughs> like seven people and their dog, yeah. hoping for the best. Yeah. Thinking, is this a
1: thing? Yeah.
0: I'm working in a shop, surely I'll... let me try and write some more jokes. Yeah,
1: it's tough, isn't it? I know what you mean.
0: But then, yeah, so it's about five years it's been my job. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm very lucky. I love
1: it. It's great, isn't it? It's, it is a fun job. And then you get to come in here and just be daft for the next three hours. Brilliant. It's great fun. Are you a morning person, usually?
0: I am, yeah. I oh, am. OK. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty good in the morning. First
1: person who's ever said it.
0: Well, I tell you... i pretty
1: good. I'll tell you <laughs> like why it, it is.
0: As a kid, my dad, um, he... My dad's, like, the biggest early bird in the world. Oh, OK. And bef- he was, for
1: his job? Is he?
0: A- yeah, he used to deliver coal... Oh, brilliant! Because he was born Robert in the Dickensian job. era. Yeah, I was going to say.
1: Where, <laughs> where was this?
0: <laughs> Picture it, 1911. No, uh, Have we
1: got the Holby's music to play in the background here.
0: <laughs> um, and then he was a long-distance lorry driver when I was a kid as well. And right. he would just wake up really early, and then he'd come into my room and go, "Come on, the day started. Do something." You'd be like, "Oh, I'm never eleven. Ex- yeah." do anything.
1: Yeah. I have no appointments I've, I've not really got any friends I've not got like, <laughs> oh I'll
0: get up and write my memoirs shall yeah, I? exactly, <laughs>
1: 11 years old that is the time, if only kids knew what the rest of life was like There'd be kids giving it. I'm going to sleep until eleven today. Do you
0: know what I mean? Well, as a kid, you'd always be warned, <laughs> wouldn't you? If you carry on, you're going to go to bed. Now, I'd love someone to oh, say to oh, me, "Tell you what, it's eight o'clock. Go to bed." I'd be like, "Brilliant." Yeah,
1: I love an early night now.
0: Or being grounded. I'd love it if someone said, "You can't leave your house for the weekend." Oh my
1: goodness! You know, no problem. Great times. Yeah, that would be loads of br- takeaway. It's weird, isn't it? As a kid, you hate sleep and uh, bath, and now they're like two of the All biggest I'm doing luxuries. Is sleeping
0: in the bath. That's it. <laughs>
1: Uh, if you're up and about this morning, let us know. 8.12.15 is the text. It'd be lovely to hear from you. Uh, it's always an eclectic mix of things that people are up to at this hour on a Sunday morning. So 8.12.15, let me know what you're up to.
0: This
2: is Jason Munford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real
0: music
1: matters. They've already started rolling in. People up and about in an our... Eight o'clock, aren't we, on a Sunday? It's amazing the different things people are up to.
0: I mean, we've got a message in from Heidi. I don't know if you've seen this one. Go on. Morning. Please may I join the club? Of course you can, Heidi. You're very welcome indeed. You're
1: in anyway. You're in,
0: mate. She's just gone into labour with her first daughter.
1: What?
0: Thanks very much for... Thanks very much for... Joining in? I mean, presumably... I mean, you got a lot on. You have yeah. got a lot on, but to take the time out to text—that isn't—I I mean, do appreciate that. I'm,
1: I'm honoured. Yeah, I'm honoured. Keep us I, posted. Let us know how it goes. Yeah, because I've heard that's quite. Um, well, it certainly keeps your mind off other things.
0: I've heard it's. I've heard it's tough. Yeah, birth. I've heard it's. Yeah.
1: I used to do a routine about um, the the sort of which was worse which was the worst pain. Right. Because uh, obviously they're incomparable. Uh, the yeah. Two, the two pains you can't compare them. Uh, going into labour. Or as a man getting a kick in the... yeah, the ghoulies, yeah, and uh, how did that go down with the female members of the audience? Do you know? Interestingly, mainly, because, I mean, I was a, I was a very different comic back then. <laughs> before, sit
0: down, granddad's telling a <laughs> yes. story.
1: It, it was before I witnessed the miracle of birth. <laughs> Right, and then afterwards (laughs) you thought, "I'm gonna have to cut that." I think I might cut that. Yeah, (laughs) from my set. Um, I used to say that uh, the kick in the old uh, goodies was worse. Right. um, Sure. Because, and you know, it's only anecdotal evidence, but um, after a while, you know, when you've had one baby, you know, a few years down the line, you start chatting again. Should we have another child? Mm -hmm. And you have another child, but never once has a bloke gone. I could do another kick in the knackers, I think. So that was my proof, essentially. Uh, it was only a joke, ladies. Anyway, Heidi probably doesn't help. Uh, I'm, I'm get
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> Heidi, I'd like to put out an apology. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from Jason, but it is through me. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Don't worry. Chill it's out.
1: Fine. Absolutely Listen to the radio. Fine. Very exciting times for your first one as well. First one. First one. Oh, I remember that. Crikey, I'm going back now. <laughs> and the, the excitement of the first one not the dread of the fifth one <laughs> how many have we got <laughs> i remember the this, the weirdest thing that, that happens when you um when you have kids is that they offer these like classes on uh, you know Breastfeeding and all these different things. and, and then Did they, you go to that one? I went to that <laughs> one. by yourself. <laughs> I, I'm breastfeeding friendly at our house. Um, and uh, not only welcome, encouraged in our house, I'm afraid, because there's so many children. And um, there was a moment where, the, where there's loads of couples, generally, in this, uh, in this room, and the, and the midwife is talking you through, this, will, this is what will happen on the day when you finally go into labour. Don't come in straight away, they say. Stay at home mm-hmm. and try and do as many things as you can at home. And uh, and then they split the men and the women up and they said, right, you fellas, you go in there, ladies, you go in there and uh, we want you to, uh, well, all the partners are in one, one, one area and they said to all the partners, right, you need to come up with A to Z, things you can do after you've gone into labour but before you come into hospital. So try and bide your time at home because boring in an hospitals so, and you could be there for hours so yeah. try and stay at home for as long as possible
0: Absalon, bongos Honestly, you should have seen the stuff some of
1: these fellas were coming up with like all the women's was like aromatherapy yeah. oil it was like, <laughs> it was all like, and then the blokes were all like archery uh, It's amazing <laughs> Tell you what a
0: pregnant lady fancies, a bit of archery Yeah, a bit of, a
1: bit of archery uh, but it's, yeah, good luck good luck with that, uh, You, you kids?
0: Uh, no, cat. no.
1: A cat. I love <laughs> I've that I've heard
0: it's different I mean, when I say it to other parents, I think of myself as a parent. Yeah, people exactly. do seem to get. People go, "Oh, mine's five, and you go, "Oh, mine's, yeah. mine's three and a half. She's covered in fur. Yeah, she's, fine.
1: And, she's at home uh, alone actually. Yeah, she's, she's totally and she. Uh,
0: <laughs> she poos in a box. Is yours the same? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, it's almost identical. Yeah, exactly the same.
0: Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music.
1: From uh, Claire in Nottingham, I'm painting skirting boards before going out for a cross-country run later.
0: I mean, you're really getting things done. That
1: is a full-on Sunday. Yeah, it's a lot. That's too much. I reckon you want to have a pick one or the other. I'd say.
0: Yeah, I'd say have a sit down after doing and I'd pick boards.
1: neither. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a choice, <laughs> just have a sit down, a cup of tea.
0: Yeah, no. and maybe a biscuit.
1: Absolutely, absolutely nelly biscuits. Morning, Jason. I'm uh, defrosting my car uh, after a bit of uh, photography on a local hill, which sounds very arty and lovely. It well, does indeed. Unless, unless he's a weirdo. Yeah, we don't, yeah, know, we don't know, we don't know. You know we don't know what he's got... taking a picture of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't realise how cold it was. No, it is, it's it's bitter out there today. It cold. looks, it will trick you because the sun's out. Well, certainly here in central London, the sun yeah. is shining brightly, but it will trick you. Uh it's Leslie from Newcastle, Jace. I'm on my way to collect my first pupil of the day, as I'm a driving instructor. Oh, oh, early. They're the good ones, aren't they? The good cop, bad cop, examiner, yes. instructor. Yes. Yes. They're the ones that are like encouraging. Yeah. To
0: like, get you through. It's okay. Don't worry. Yeah. Just slowly find the pointing point. Yeah. Ignore the rest of the cars bibbing you. It's completely <laughs> yes, fine.
1: Absolutely fine. Don't worry about it.
0: Everyone had to learn. <laughs> yeah. It's always that, isn't it? Did
1: you pass first time?
0: Oh no, third.
1: Third. Yeah. Six. No. Yeah. You're damn right. Why? What uh Is I it just d- why? I'm a bad
0: driver, that'll be it. Many okay.
1: reasons. Uh, I can think of five.
0: Did but did you, did you get nervous or do you think No, I you... think
1: overconfident.
0: Right, okay. I was yeah. like, How hard can this be? I'm good yeah, on the go to Leaning cars. out the window. Yeah.
1: Just getting to yeah, just like getting to a junction. All right, your side <laughs> Stuff like that little yeah. things um, I remember once my, my driving instructor um, he was like he was like a proper Salford bloke like he was like mm. alright Jace. he was like every morning like get him do the, do the lessons go alright straight down here I remember one time he was like alright straight down here let's get we're going to do a bit of parallel parking Jace. A bit of parallel parking and uh, he's, he's seen a space I've never really understood parallel parking I don't do it now sure. I'm like why I just put, I find a proper space and then I walk back to where I need to be yeah. Why, why are you forcing your car into a tiny space? Anyway, that's another <laughs> issue. And uh, Jason actually had to park in Manchester this yeah, morning.
0: Yeah, so. <laughs> it's, quite a,
1: it's quite a walk. And uh, he goes, "All right, James. All right, we're going to pull up here. All right, we'll get in this space here. Lovely. That's it. Reverse in. Yeah. Oh, let's have another go. Okay. Let's. Go. Then as I as I pulled in, he looked out. He went, "Yeah, you've nailed that. That's brilliant this stuff. Right. I'm just popping out. He's got. He had to go and get a birthday cake for his daughter. I was just like his errand boy. Like I was doing the driving for his day's errands. That's, that's, just, funny. that's just what he would do.
0: Well, I mean, I suppose you, every job has perks, doesn't it? I suppose yes, you just got to go with it.
1: <laughs> being chauffeur-driven.
0: I remember getting a bit of trouble with my driving instructor because I'd spent a lot of time in the car with my dad, who's mm. a very confident yes. driver. and uh, Put
1: your arm on the back of the passenger <laughs> seat, Susie, when you reverse it. <laughs>
0: exactly. All that, <laughs> yeah. And I was at a junction and I flashed someone to go. And the driving instructor was like, "Wow, no, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, that's like, not for you. Go on, love. Whenever you're ready." <laughs> What's up with her uh, taking her time? Isn't
1: that's she? That's pretty confident, isn't it? Pretty confident I mean, for a new me, driver. Like
0: Seventeen, giving them the flash to go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember my uh, one of my last fails was. I remember I got one to a one time. of my last fails. <laughs> I, know. I remember I got to a roundabout and he said, uh, "Right, straight over here," and uh, I did.
0: You're I mean, it was one of the
1: ones in the. In the no, it was a painted one on the floor.
0: Right, okay. It wasn't
1: like you <laughs> mounted. Like trees and a statue. <laughs> so, and happy like, birthday, Sandra. By, yeah. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where your
0: music
1: matters. I uh, like some of the texts coming in this morning. Michael in Romford, I'm a funeral director in London. Any chance of joining your little club? Yeah, I mean, I, it's not really a club, to be honest. No, it's
0: not. There's so, not a subscription fee or no, anything.
1: You're welcome. Even, you're in, but keep it light, mate. Don't don't be bringing your work home. No, don't need any of that. I
0: couldn't do that job.
1: No, no, it's not. I'd find it. Well, I guess so. Yeah, I guess. I, I had an uncle who used to be a funeral director, and he used to come over his lunch and like leave. if like cadavers in his van outside. He'd pop in for a few, couple of butties with his wife.
0: <laughs> oh no, thank you. She'd
1: always be like, "What are you doing? Just just take sandwiches with you." I oh. want to see you. No, I'm... No. I don't want to see you. We're not interested. <laughs> As a family, we've taken a, a vote that we don't want you to bring dead bodies and park them out on the drive, if that's all right. Yeah, tough job. Tough, tough job. Someone's but... got to do it. Absolutely. Uh, Julie says, that Morning, Jace Up early, taking my little girl Sophia to see Santa at Audley and Miniature Railway this morning. Uh, we'll be listening to the show all the way there. That's a lovely time. It's a lovely time going oh, to see yeah. Santa. I took my daughter's... All loved it. I'm a, I'm a little boy. All have loved uh, visiting Santa. And uh, there was a moment where we went to the one in there was one in Salford uh, to go and visit the Santa there. And we're in the queue to sort of you know to to meet Santa. To meet him. And uh, and one of my daughters just didn't seem that excited. Like the others were really like beside yeah. themselves. Like they couldn't believe they'd come to our town. And uh, eventually got to meet him. It was all fine. My daughter was a bit cagey. <laughs> She was about six at the time. Afterwards, she said one of the most like pertinent things, observations about Santa that no one's ever said before. As we were walking away, I said, I said do you enjoy that?" And they all, oh, "Yeah, loved it, loved it." I said, "What about you, sweetheart?" And she looked at me. She went, mm, "Yeah, he's all right." I was like, "It's Santa, it's Father Christmas." <laughs> she went, "I just, she went, I just think he loves himself." That's what she said about Father Christmas.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, she's probably like he's on all them cards. Yeah, that's basically he's on the Coca-Cola lorry. She thought he was
1: just a bit of a big head. Who, who's this guy to tell us who's been naughty and nice? He's the, what? He's the social barometer now. He's he's the moral compass I to tell us. She might have a point. She's totally got a point. I couldn't I couldn't really. <laughs> A bit full of himself, is he old Santa Claus? <laughs> I see where she's coming from, I've got to say. Uh, 8.12.15 is the uh, text this morning. Uh, morning, can you play some Killers? I'm sure we will at some point. Uh, please, please. they. Uh, I, pl- I play. Well, I- I'll gig with them on Friday night,
0: if yes. you if you
1: will. Uh, sort of, in as much as... You've not
0: taken over the bass or anything? <laughs> no,
1: uh, I'm not in the band. Oh. I'm not, uh, no. Uh, they were at the raw Variety Performance. Uh, which ended up being a very weird gig uh, in central London on yep. Friday evening uh, for the rest of the country, who may or may not be aware. There was uh, an incident where... Well, the uh, trouble
0: was there wasn't. Well, there wasn't.
1: That's the weird thing, yeah. We thought there was. We were all locked in. Uh, so what,
0: did they keep you in the theatre? So essentially,
1: I was actually in the hotel next door to the to the theatre and... Uh, and um we was in the foyer, sort of having you know just chatting away. And there's lots of people there, and then there was just this mad panic where everybody went like they're locking the doors. You got to stay in. These big bolted doors just shut on this uh, the courtyard hotel. And then I got a text off a couple of mates who were next door, Alfie Bow, and people like, Are "You all right? Are you in? You know the the locking they're locking down now. They locked down the the Palladium anyway but for an hour and a half to let to get the royals in and out. So you sure. can you know all that. So sort of thought it was part of that, and then. Uh, the news came on and it was like, oh no! Obviously, the, the initial reaction yeah. was, oh god, what a night! Like, what a what night! What's
0: happened? Yeah,
1: yeah. Hope everyone's all right and all that. Cause I see people running and crack. It was uh, scary. And then, uh, sort of ten minutes in, <laughs> if that really. I mean, you yeah. you wouldn't know that from the news. No, they were... there's something to be said for going back to the old six o'clock, ten o'clock news, where they had to wait to get all the information together.
0: No. Thank some Before telling us, when yeah. it comes to the news,
1: when you're rolling, you know, nah. it's like right, we're going live on the scene, just to a bloke who's got nothing to say. Hello, this
0: is George. Yeah. Currently, there's nothing happening. Nothing but I am happening looking around, but at One... least I'm
1: out here and <laughs> not in there, so it feels a bit more crazy. Yeah. Um, so essentially, it was just, uh, I mean, according to news reports, now some, there was a big fight on a platform. It spilled over. Some bloke elbowed some other bloke. And it became a big fight, and and they evacuated the 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 train and the platform. So obviously, hundreds of people were coming out of Oxford Circus, and obviously, everybody on the on the street were like, "Oh, that'll be something horrible. Let's all run." So everybody, that sort of, it became that bit of mass hysteria, by all accounts. I mean, Ollie Murs didn't help.
0: No, Uh, not a great day for no for Ollie,
1: but a great day for the British sense of humour because that is true. If you do. (laughs) <laughs> Google Hollymers on t- if you search Hollymers on Twitter there are some cracking hacks.
0: Um, I did feel, well.
1: I did feel very sorry for him because obviously in the moment, and I know people do this sort of thing where they go, "Why would you?" In a mad panic, why would you go on Twitter? But I think he genuinely thought. Oh, this will help.
0: Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, there's, there's certainly no malice. in it. And the
1: very idea that Piers Morgan of all people—well,
0: the voice of reason—can
1: tell you <laughs> to maybe think about things before you say them out loud. I mean, unbelievable hypocrisy. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit of a, a crazy thing. But that, that sort of thing uh, can, can just it can just spark and just go. And it was just yeah. weird to be in the in the centre of it. It's sort of in a weird way. It's happened to me once before, many years ago. Uh I'll, uh I'll I'll tell you what, I'll tell you about that uh, after uh, after the jam on Absolute Radio. Jason, Jason,
0: Jason. Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music
1: matters. So this is this is this is a weird story, right? And it's not a, not a, not. A, it's not a pleasant story, so, you know... If you... So it's
0: weird and unpleasant. It's weird uh, and unpleasant. Welcome to Absolute. Yeah, it's
1: not really what I'm known for, but I just want to tell it you because of what happened on Friday with this sort of mass hysteria and being amazed at how something false can spread so quick to so many different people. Um, so when I was about 16, 17, I worked at the Crown Courts in Manchester. I was... Um, just, I used to take notes in the course. My dad was a sonographer, my, my auntie was and uh, I was a logger so I'd take notes, you know, defence starts talking at this time and then I'd sit and listen and then I'd say, defence stops How old talking. You? I was like 17, it was like my summer job. It was brilliant. My dad got it at me.
0: I mean, I worked in a dinky donut then.
1: Yeah, I know, it was, it's different... <laughs> <laughs> it was a great, I've got to say, it was a great job. It was very interesting and um, so one day I went out uh, for, for dinner uh, and Dad's Dad went somewhere, Greg's or whatever, and I went somewhere else. And uh, and then when we, we, I started hearing things, people talking, sort of panicking. There was some people, oh, my God, have you just heard what's happened? Oh, my God, oh, my God. I, it was a real, and I sort of said, what's happened? So this is what happened, in inverted commas. There was um, something happening a, in a in Lewis's or one of the big department stores where uh, someone had been kidnapped, a child had been kidnapped, Um A little girl had been kidnapped in the in the store. Um, Essentially, a woman had got to the till, and she had those reins, you know, that you have uh, attached to a child. Uh, And the cashier noticed that they'd been cut, and there was no child at the end of them. And the mother had not noticed this horrendous thing that must that didn't happen. And and so they did the alarms, and uh, and then they shut all the doors. They locked all the doors till they found this child. And they—this is the weird bit. This is the bit. If you're a bit sensitive, maybe switch over. Um, they found the it's still alive. Alive, God. God, uh, it's, yeah. not, it's not that dark. <laughs> uh, they found uh, the child in in the bathrooms, but head shaven and made to look like a boy because they were trying to like sneak them out as another. Child, right, so that was the story. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe, that's unbelievable. And we went back to work, and we were talking about it, and, like, two so women came in, were like, have you heard just what's happened uh, at, at Lewis's in town? And everyone was, like, just talking about it non-stop. My dad came back, have you heard what's happened? On the bus home that night, everyone on the bus is talking about it. Got home, my mum, who isn't even in the city centre, was like, did you hear that thing that happened today? So... We got the Manchester Evening news, thought that'll that be in the paper for definite because mm. they're, they're like, you know, man falls over in Rochdale a story, you know <laughs> what I mean, in local papers. Nothing. Next day, no nationals, nothing on Granada reports. Lucy Meacock said nothing. Well, are like, what's going on? Nothing in the evening news that night. Three days we waited for it to hit the news. Why is this massive story not hit the news? Eventually, there was a story from the, uh, or a little, uh, quote from the chief of police uh, in Manchester to say, this story, we keep getting phone calls to ask how this child is. It never happened. It never happened. They don't lock the doors when a child goes missing in a shop. That's not a policy that any shops have. I mean, it sounds like a good policy, but they don't. Yeah, I mean, maybe they should think about it. Yeah. And it just, it was so weird to be caught up in the middle of this a mass hysteria, like a, a a thing that never happened, an urban myth, essentially. Because yeah. oddly, years later, I watched an episode of CSI Miami right. and that was one of the storylines in the show. I was like, that happened
0: that happened in Lewis's? Yeah, and you look at the writing credits at the end It's someone <laughs> from Manchester. <laughs> yeah, hang on a minute, Curly Watts.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, It's so very odd and it's amazing. Obviously, the, the human brain can just sort of...
0: But it's like Chinese
1: Whispers, isn't it? Mm, just so off it went. Off it went. One of the weirdest times. Me and my dad still talk about it from time to time. Remember that time we? Got we all believed up that thing in the middle of an urban myth.
0: Sunday mornings, eight to eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where
1: real music matters. Playing London last night.
0: I was, yep, yeah. I was. I was in Leicester Square last
1: night. Oh, I was in Newark.
0: That's a long old. That's a schlep.
1: <sighs> it was basically a two-hour gig in the middle of an eight-hour journey.
0: That's the thing, isn't it? With I, I, love gigging. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. I love being a comic. Love it, love it, love it, love it. But I always think, like, you get paid to travel, don't you? I do the gig for free. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, the traveling <laughs> the, the, is what the it's traveling
0: about. is just knackering.
1: The touring bit, yeah. I yeah. know someone had a go at me once on online, and they said, um, just like sort of tongue in cheek, but there was I was just saying, oh, I've got this gig and this gig. I said, I'm knackered, knackered. And this guy said, Oh, yeah. Oh, must be really must be really tiring that two hours a night giving it all that. Anyway, I clicked on his profile and he was a driver, and I messaged him back. I said, "I do your job on the way to mine." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you are you on tour or you've got some shows coming up? I've got,
0: up? yeah. So, I'm on tour in the spring. I'm oh. going out and doing my Edinburgh show and then I'm doing a run at the Soho Theatre as well in March.
1: Keeping it classy.
0: That's what the show was called, yeah.
1: Lovely stuff. Uh, so, yeah, 26th of November, uh, Ruby Blue London. 27th, the Colonel Fawcett. That's, yeah.
0: That's, Good name. That, yeah, that's, like a, that's a that's a pub on Monday night. Just, but that's not the tour show. They're just my gigs. Are oh, they're just gigs. Yep. Oh, I see. Sorry, the tour's not Oh, I next got you year. right. They're
1: just gigs that where people can see you. But all these dates will be on your website. Yep, yep, yep.
0: SusyRuffle
1: There you go, and you can follow uh, Susie on Twitter, which is Susie at Susie Ruffle as that's well. Right. And you've got a, a podcast with a, another friend of the show.
0: Yes, Tom I Marlon. do. Yeah, we've got a podcast called Like Minded Friends, which is uh, the idea is is that you're listening to two mates having a chat every week.
1: Well, perfect.
0: We just mess about. It so, sounds
1: like you've stolen the format of this show.
0: <laughs> yeah, we have actually, sorry. We're, we're actually slowly trying to sneak in. Tom was in a couple of weeks ago, I'm in today. Hang on I, uh... But wait, it started off as just, like, messing about. Yeah, of like, course. A couple of years ago, like I didn't really know much about podcasting. I just thought, like, oh, i put it out and see how it goes. Yeah. And all of a sudden we had... Tens of thousands of downloads. And you Amazing! I have to keep this up. Now. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, people are expecting stuff. Well, Tom's great. We love Tom he's on the show. He's, he's fantastic. Brilliant, he was on the Royal Variety as well on Friday. Yeah, he's fantastic. And he had a great gig. Uh, and you can uh, listen back to uh, the podcast with uh, with Tom on uh, on the Absolute Radio website as well. Uh, and also last week's podcast uh, with Peter K, which uh, has a bonus twenty minutes that didn't make the air for. Various <laughs> off-con-base reasons. <laughs> Jason
0: Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters.
1: Absolute radio. The only radio station I listen to, so. Well. I'll be good. honest with you. Yeah. Occasionally I dabble with a bit of radio too. Why Just, not? Just, you know, if I met my Just parents. Occasionally. On occasion. Um And, you know, there's lots of decade stations here. So if you don't fancy the up to date music. Yeah, you can have a flip back and have a listen to those, which is great. One station I very rarely uh, flick onto, but occasionally we will listen to it of a morning or of a school run, because yeah. I've got my kids in the car, is BBC Radio 1. Right. There's an age, isn't there, where you stop, you just go, oh, this is not for me anymore.
0: Well, yeah. People like texting about leaving the house. I'm like, you don't need to text in. Yeah. You're fine.
1: Yeah. And Just, the uh, and the music, I don't really know what the a you, lot of the what a lot of sound... the pop bands are, are up to these days. <laughs> the,
0: the popular music, yes,
1: I don't know what's going on. My daughters went to see Little Mix the other night. I like
0: Little Mix. Yeah, they
1: absolutely they had a wonderful time. I absolutely bet. loved it. Yeah. I, I I'll I'll, not, I'll have a bad word said against Little Mix. Uh,
0: okay, fine,
1: I won't. I, I love Little Mix. They're great. My kids love them. Same with Bieber. Don't diss Bieber. Not
0: in your house, no. Look,
1: he's he's a saint. You're a, are
0: you a believer?
1: I'm a massive believer. Yeah, wow. Not as much Up of next, no <laughs> massive believer as him. Um, so, uh, but this came to my attention. There's a, a, a DJ on uh, Radio 1, uh, Greg James, who, um, so I've got an album out, Susie. Uh, yeah, I
0: know.
1: Yeah, so I've got an album out of uh, show tunes. Uh,
0: and we were saying before, I love a show tune. Love a show tune. Love, love a show, a show, a show tune. Tune. And
1: by the way, I've been in shows.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: I'm not Johnny Come Lately. No. I mean, I hosted Olivier's. I was in a show that one and Olivier. You've
0: been on the boards. I get it. Do you know what I mean?
1: So I'm do you not,
0: dance as well.
1: I'm not just I do bit of tap. Me I'm not too. just a bloke who presented DIY SOS who can <laughs> also play guitar. Do you know what I mean? Right, having a go. No. <laughs> anyway, so the other day, somebody basically grasped Greg James up uh, because he was talking about this. Melanie, I'm going to play you some clips of songs by either Ritchie, Manford, Debeck, Knowles or Walsh and you're going to tell me which one you think is which. That's me. That's me, by the way. Voice of an angel.
2: <laughs> OK, Melanie.
3: Is
2: it Anton Livid. Oh, no, furious.
3: Not.
1: Oh, no. Come on, you know this voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's sorry, Jason what, Manford. What's he what? doing there? I think mean,
3: he's got a set of logs on him. Thank, Thank you, you. caller. <laughs>
1: Did you hear the end there? He says, I could do that, he says. Oh, and he didn't stop there. You might have noticed there are a great deal of middle aged people. Presenters Middle-aged? slash comedians releasing songs and albums for Christmas. Middle-aged! Livid. Absolutely livid. Middle-aged. I mean, it took me a while trying to find it on the iPlayer, but I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours trying to work that out.
0: <laughs> You're also calling it the iPlayer. <laughs> the, is it not called the iPlayer?
1: <laughs> the iPlayer, yeah, that's what I did. Um, so somebody brought it to my attention, and uh, I, uh, I tweeted him.
0: Yeah, what do you have to say for himself?
1: Well, it certainly wasn't an apology, Susie. He stands by it. He absolutely stands. And the man's obsessed. One step from
2: grace. One step, here we go. Here I am. Hello. (laughs) If I was going to do a Christmas album, I would cover that song in in a Manford style.
1: I I mean, to be fair, they get three plays of my song. Yeah, take it. (laughs) On radio
2: I'm 1. obsessed with Jason
0: Manford's Christmas album. I think that you should encourage Greg to release this one.
1: I've got to say, for a radio DJ to constantly say the phrase safe behind bars is very brave. <laughs> This news story now starts with the f- the two words that I dread in any news story: a prankster.
3: Oh, oh. no!
1: Oh god! Muppets, absolute Muppets! <laughs> prankster. It's not a job.
0: No. Not a job. And
1: I'm. A- what did Granddad do? He was a prankster. <laughs> he was a right prankster. Uh, a prankster. So this is a. Um, story: A prankster apparently uh, blagged his way into the Babe Station studios uh, so he could throw sweets at the actresses whilst they worked. Using a high-vis jacket, fake ID and a ladder, Digit Davis, that's what he calls himself, because, you know, he's a right laugh. Digit Davis talked himself into the Babe Station studios and filmed himself wandering around. He bought some sticky jelly hands. Oh, Digit. And then um, I can think of I can think of a digit, and then threw them onto actresses who were writhing naked in front of the camera. In case you've never seen Babe Station, yeah, um, and why would we have? No, no, I'm in bed at that time. Viewers at home could see the sweets land on the skin of the actresses, who seem shocked at the interruption and probably terrified that a man who I didn't just work there to get
0: in.
1: has got into the building. Terrifying. I mean, I'm not sure the word pranks... I think, I think it's called breaking an entry.
0: Yeah. I think, I think the it. phrase
1: is criminal, isn't it? <laughs> A criminal apparently bagged his way into base. That's basically the story. That's what they're saying. The video ends with Davis laughing and running out of the studio saying, I had to get out of there. I've had to leave my ladder there. Davis uploaded his video to Facebook and it's been seen by over 14 million morons. It doesn't say that. I've added that. But that is 14 is. million people in three days with nothing better to do. He said, I blacked myself into Babe Station. Ha ha. Apologies to the girls. Next time I'm going to sneak into Buckingham Palace and throw a cream cream pie at the Queen. Now that I'd like to see because the Queen's guard will take you out from a distance. Yeah.
0: You will be tasered. <laughs>
1: yes. They're, and they're not pranksters. No. That is very much, very much uh, the last prank you'll be pulling. Um, Babe station bosses seem to have seen the funny side. Uh, yesterday posted a video on their Facebook page with a comment, fair play Digit Davis, the girls are already plotting their revenge. No. You don't want to get on the wrong side of them, I imagine. <laughs> it's a weird one, isn't it? That's I can't even believe, we were, we were shocked that that station's still going.
0: Uh, yeah, I didn't think it was still a thing.
1: Have people not got the internet? I mean, it's all there. Yeah, literally at literally, your fingertips.
0: Yeah,
1: what? too much. If anything, yes. <laughs> if anything, they could do is get rid of quite a lot of it. <laughs> this should be a call. <laughs> there does need to be a, just a bit of an admin yeah. on the internet. Just yeah. got, let's get rid of a lot of yeah, this. Yeah, we don't stuff. need this
0: anymore. <laughs>
1: this, has gone, this has been seen too much. There was a, a years ago. Um, I don't know if you know this. Base station got fined by Ofcom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it seems silly, but it did. This is one of the most ridiculous. This is so British. It'll sort of make you a little bit proud. So, not to go into a great detail, but no, essentially, we shouldn't. They have to. You obviously know, they've got knickers on because that that's that would be illegal. And uh, uh, I'm trying to work out how I can do this in a clean way. So this is what happened. What? Don't worry, Adam. I can see my producer yeah, like having he kittens. Very it's stressed. fine. This is on me. So this is what happened. Essentially, one of the girls slipped and showed a bit of a body that she's not allowed to show on television. And right. uh, they were fined however much money by Ofcom for this yeah. slip. And um,
0: <laughs>
1: guys, come on, grow up. Sorry. And, uh, and I just thought, what a funny. Someone must have been watching that <laughs> because they were topless. No, listen, in, and listen, and then, love, listen, yeah. love. I'm
0: not. It's, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just watching it for work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's got to that point. And they've gone. Oh no, that's too much. No, this is disgusting. Excuse me, I'd like to complain about Base Station. I've seen too much. It's not what I signed up yeah. for. What a weird world we live in. Who complained about that? Manford.
2: Absolute Radio, where real
1: music matters. The show has got a sponsor. This show is sponsored. It's it's very recent that it's happened. Um, we, I don't know why, nobody's wanted <laughs> to sponsor the show before. But amazingly, one of my favourite companies, which very rarely happens, because sometimes you have to blag it, Curry's PC World.
0: Yeah.
1: They sponsor the show. Sometimes I take the kids out there for a day out.
0: <laughs> you know, with all the tellies. Yeah. Let's
1: go and have a watch. at all. The t- it's like being at the cinema, but you get to choose. Uh, it's absolutely radio. Uh, uh, and we're sponsored on the show this morning by Curry's PC World. Uh, we have £500 of vouchers to spend I know you've got to throw the vouchers bit in though £500 vouchers to spend it's <laughs> like cash but not as good <laughs> but this is probably why we don't have a sponsor uh, £500 <laughs> of vouchers but to spend in the store that right. has some great like, stuff in there everything literally everything from kettles up uh, <laughs> and uh, is that
0: a saying? from
1: kettles up it, it is now See, that's the thing. I'm southern. Yeah, well, I don't, I mean, I think
0: I might have <laughs> just.
1: <kettles> up. <laughs> I think I might just made it up. But I will be saying it every week. Uh, and lighter <laughs> and quicker HP Pavilion 14 laptop. So 500 quid on vouch- vouchers and, and a laptop. A laptop. <laughs> It'll help you get the stuff you're passionate about done wherever you are in case you don't know how laptops work. Uh, We've been asking for you to share your life hacks uh, online, those things that make life a little bit easier. Uh, And you've sent us hundreds and hundreds on the website. Uh, We've got uh, one of these great laptops and vouchers to give away every single week. So make sure you keep sending in your life hacks into absoluteradio.co.uk. We've got uh, Sharon on the line this morning. Good morning, Sharon.
3: Good morning. Hello. How are you? (laughs) Yeah, all right, thank you. I've got a bit of a cold, but Oh, okay.
1: bless you. I'll well, <laughs> get it out of the blanket. way now. We'll so see you can have a nice Christmas and all that.
3: Yeah, exactly. There exactly. you go. <laughs> lovely. And where are you
1: calling from, Sharon?
3: Um, I'm in Cambridgeshire at the moment.
1: Okay, lovely stuff. And you, want, you there must be a curry's PC world nearby. You can spend it 500 is, quid. Yeah. This yeah, side definitely. of Christmas. Happy days. Oh,
3: my husband would be so excited. <laughs>
1: oh, here we go. So... Tell us, what is your life hack? Just as an example, um, okay. on this show, we're big fans of the life hack. It's essentially just that page in Take a Break magazine, uh, <laughs> and we've made it a feature. Um, but it's it go always goes mad when we talk about it. And the biggest one, the, the most popular one we ever came up with, was the little arrow on your petrol gauge points to which side it's on, on your car. I, I mean, it
0: blew my mind when you told me that.
1: Mind blown. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but, Sharon, what's yours? We want to hear yours this morning.
3: Oh, right, okay. You know when you go to your mess drawer in the kitchen and you're looking for a battery and you find, like, loads of them, and mm-hmm. you're like, well, I don't know if it's full or if it's empty or, you know... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you grab your battery. Mm-hmm. could be any battery. I haven't got a big double A. Right, mm-hmm. now, if it's full of charge and you drop it from about six inches high, mm-hmm. it's just going to do one tiny little bounce and it's just going to, like, land <laughs> straight yeah. and heavy. But if it's empty and you drop it from six inches height, it's going to bounce all about, about. Because you'll, oh. you'll know it's empty.
1: Well, look at that. So, that's it.
3: so what you've got to do is get all your batteries.
1: Start
3: bouncing, bouncing batteries. Yeah, bouncing batteries. But it really works.
1: It, I mean, <laughs> it I, believe works. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> that's a good one. That is quite good. That is always useful. It is always useful. Yeah. We've got, we've got, we've literally got a, a remote control here in the studio, which oh, we've now taken you? out. The battery is out. Here we go. Right. So, so, about six inches, you say?
3: About six inches, yeah. Why
1: is my it? six inches different to yours, Susie? That's
3: exactly what I thought! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's have a look then. Let's have a look. Oh, now it bounced twice. What does that mean?
3: It bounced twice. It,
1: it's probably about halfway. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's starting to unravel, this life it hack, Sheriff.
3: No, 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 no. This <laughs> <was just> <laughs> there's a lot of, <laughs> of stupidity. Definitely on a half to Okay, that's so perfect. that,
1: yeah, that's obviously... Well, it came straight out of a, a remote control, so it should work. Let's see. Let's see what our other competing life hack is this morning. Good morning, Kat.
3: Hiya.
1: Hiya. Where are you calling from?
3: Uh, down in Wiltshire.
1: All right, lovely stuff. Okay. Uh, did you, you heard the other life hack, so you've got a little bit of a, a, an advantage, I suppose. But what's your life hack this morning?
3: So, uh, mine is, if you have, like, a scratch or a scuff in any wooden furniture... Um, you can actually get a walnut, like, if you cut it in half and just rub the cut half over the scratch, Mm. Um, it will just kind of fill it in, I don't know, or melt it away. I don't really know what it does, but it gets rid of it. It's insane.
1: So, I mean, I wasn't expecting the word insane at the end of that sentence. I've got to
0: say. (laughs) It's really surprising. (laughs) (laughs) It's mental. It's absolutely
1: banging! So, what I want to know is how you learnt this. Like, where did well, this come from? Because that can't... You're just like... Oh, unless you were just hammered. Get us a walnut. <laughs> That'll fix <laughs> it. That's the only It's, it's like when people
0: put white wine over red. You're thinking, yeah. you, you need to stop drinking
1: all this together. Not, yeah, that's not a thing. So, go on. What, what happened?
0: Uh, no, I just...
3: Um, I scratched um, at the table that we had. Mm. Um, and uh, we were getting the house ready to sell. So, it all had to look perfect. Oh, the I see. And, and terrible. And I just panicked and Googled stuff, and I thought oh, it was not on. going to work. But I had a
1: warner.
3: <laughs> just add one in? Yeah.
1: was it? <laughs> a sh- but in. is it a short-term <laughs> fix? Because have you basically filled the crack with nut? Oh, well, my goodness. None I of that thought. sounded good. Sorry. <laughs> that whole sentence I, just sounded <laughs> so <laughs> weird. <laughs> None of it was rude, <laughs> but, but it all sounded weird. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, cat. It's on at the
3: table now, and it's a year later, and I honestly can't tell you where the scratch was. So, it, yeah. Okay. Like...
1: So, it did work. That right. That's tough, isn't it? That's yeah. tough. So, we've got the walnuts fixing the crack versus batteries. <sighs> tough one. I've, I've dropped the mics so, so we can have a little discussion. Right, okay. We need to decide which one's best.
0: I'm, I'm still trying not to giggle. I know. I'm sorry about that.
1: <laughs> Don't know why I said that phrase.
0: Um, I think the walnut one's quite you good. You think walnut? Yeah. Over batteries? D- batteries are inconclusive to me.
1: Mm, I know what you mean.
0: I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I'm not either. saying you're a liar, Sharon. No,
1: Sharon's not lying. She's not lying? <laughs> no. no. But whether... Also, I have just I have just packets of new batteries now. Maybe oh, that's just because I'm showbiz. He's doing all right. He's doing all right. The album's out. What, <laughs> let's go. What can I say? But Come I on, just... kids. We can get all,
0: all the batteries you want.
1: Come on. Help yourself. Sometimes <laughs> when I go to the supermarket, I just buy a packet even if I don't need them. Oh. I know, decadent.
0: That is decadent. Do you know what? I knew the other day that I was an adult because mm. I was in, I needed a new scouring brush. Mm. And I went under my sink and I already had one and I can't remember buying it. Amazing. And I thought, that's it. Good that's times. adult.
1: Good times. Okay, we're going to have to make a decision. Right. What well, Do, you, do you think battery then? I just think day to day, what's more useful?
0: I've never got a walnut in.
1: Uh, that's another thing.
0: I'd have to go out to get a walnut in. sounds I'm quite
1: out. posh though. I bet she's got like a bowl of walnuts.
0: <laughs> just there <laughs> all yeah, the don't time. Just, just like with a cracker.
1: <laughs> just, all, yeah, always ready. Always, always ready, ready with a walnut. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go Sharon. I'm gonna go batteries. Oh. <laughs> Sharon, 500 quid in PC uh, Curry's PC World vouchers coming your way. Enjoy. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you
3: so much. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep trying with the batteries because it's just its life-changing.
1: <laughs> yeah, OK. I mean, don't spoil it. You've won. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy the laptop. See you later. Oh, bye. Thank you.
3: That's amazing. Thank you
1: so much. Take care. Thanks, Kat. Bye. 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 Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real
0: music matters.
1: Good morning. Good morning. I hope you're well. Susie Ruffle is my guest this morning. I am indeed. Sounds like a showbiz name. Thank you. Sounds like you made it up. Do
0: you know what the names in my family all sound a bit shavers. they're not. Do my it? dad's, my dad and his brothers. Go on, Rolly Ruffle. It's
1: <laughs> like a cartoon character. Yeah. Ricky Ruffle. Brilliant.
0: And Marty Ruffle.
1: Marty Ruffle. The Ruffle brothers.
0: Yeah. Sounds like they. <laughs> could... I'd go and watch them. Yeah, they're they're actually performing. <laughs> Ruffle they come brothers open are in town. To
1: <clears throat> wow, that's brilliant. That's a great name.
0: Yeah, because someone once said to me, "Oh, funny." Ruffle, and I was like, you know, like roll on the floor laughing. The text abbreviation. Oh, I thing. see, yeah. And I was like, oh no, I haven't thought it through. <laughs> no, it's That's not just that my name.
1: Clever. I get sometimes. I was born in Salford, but I, I grew up in Manchester. And someone said to me once, "Oh, is your name the two together, Manford. man? Manchester Salford together, man?" I was like, no, but how have you even got there? Yeah. That's- I don't know how you've even got someone there. thinking about your name longer than you have. Does my name sound like a showbiz name? It's not Johnny Vegas, is it? It's not. No. A, it's not a made-up name. What? That's made up. What? What I, That's just... made up. <laughs> <laughs> I did have a, a very awkward moment the other day talking about uh, celebrity showbiz names. Oh. So I did um, uh, strictly. It takes two. Clang. Last week, I know. What can I say? I'm kind of a big deal. And, uh, get out
0: the Henry Hoover. Jason's dropping <laughs> some names.
1: So I was on there and uh, plugging the album. I'm mean, obviously Greg James won't be happy. But, uh, <laughs> so I was on there chatting about uh, strictly blagging it. i would yep. only seen two episodes. Yeah, and no, I think Debbie McGee will win it. Totally blagged. Yeah, totally blagged it. Managed to get away with it, and. Um, at the beginning, there was like a little sketch thing that we were doing mm-hmm. uh, because Zoe Ball had been ill and then they asked me to do this, um, to sort of interview three potential hosts for the show because Zoe's not not been well and they got three people in from um, who used to present Blue Peter. Right. So, a lad who's doing it at the moment, uh, Mark Curry, I think, uh, was one of them, and Anthea Turner.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Now, Anthea Turner... Be- like beautiful, I was not. That sounds disingenuous, but she's beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. It was quite. I, I was sort of surprised because yeah. I never thought that about her in, in an odd way. I don't know why. And so I said, because she looks like she's never aged. Mm-hmm. She looks the same age as when she was presenting Blue Peter. So I went to say, Anthea, you never age. Like as a compliment, as a nice thing to say to. What somebody. did you say, Jace? I called her Andrea. <laughs> I don't know why I did it. I went, Andrea, you never age, and she sort of didn't register, and nobody else did. There was other people yeah. around as well. It wasn't on air, it was off air. And then my brain started just calling her Anthea a lot. Like, <laughs> like it had gone, look, we have got the name wrong once, let's make sure she, sure she definitely knows that you know her name. Every sentence. Every sentence. I was like, are you, what are you doing this year, Anthea? Are you, uh, are you doing, are you panto Anthea? Or, uh, like, literally I said it every fourth word. Anthea, <laughs> Anthea. No, that's the thing, Anthea. I just, like, just to make sure she was Anthea, like...
0: Anthea, did you ever like that shop Athena? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I got away with it.
0: I'm sure you did. Yeah,
1: but just in that moment, proper brain fart.
0: Oh, that's embarrassing. That's not. I don't need that. I
1: don't need. I don't need the Turner turning against me. No, that's not. She's like Shelby's royalty. She is. Imagine I'd be blacklisted. Don't need that in my life. Jason. Absolute Radio.
0: Manford. Where real music matters.
1: Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Susie Ruffle is my guest this morning. And we're joined uh, by Sean Locke. Good morning. Morning, how are you?
2: I'm very well, thanks.
1: I've got to say, Sean Locke at 10am. I, was, I wasn't I wasn't sure we were getting this morning. What do you mean? What well, you I mean? just... You never struck me as a morning person. <laughs> well, I've
2: got kids, so I have to get in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't mean you're a morning person. No, I'm not a morning up. person, obviously, ideally... <laughs> I would do the evening show, but. Um, no, 10 o'clock's all right. 10's it? all right, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: It's not too bad. So you've been I mean, up I'm and not, about already? I don't
2: think I go much above this in enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> <Even> I don't <laughs> think the register really. 8 up you know, at night. The, the needle's already in the red. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, 10's all right. You've
1: got a Christmas jumper, though. And yeah. but well, it's, it's nice. Not,
2: it's just a, I got it from when I went to Norway. So There's some gigs in Norway. It's a proper Norwegian jumper. It's nice. Jumper, yeah. It's proper. Like. Very smart. D- d- uh, uh, pattern. <laughs> It's a good pattern. Have
1: you um so you've been gigging all week? Have you you've been busy? Yeah, I've
2: been doing the last few dates. Right. It's Just a bit of like what we call wiping blood bread, bread round the plate, getting the great all the gravy up. <laughs> yes. And uh, mopping up. Yeah. So mopping I was up. in Wolverhampton. I finished in Wolverhampton on Wednesday night.
1: Oh lovely. Okay. Yeah. And then back now. Have you have you got stuff to
2: do between now and No, Jason, I've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got nothing actually. It's all over. <laughs> Jason should have brought
0: that up. <laughs>
2: yeah. Nobody's actually told me, but I think it's over. But do you think we would get told that, re- that you're retired? Or do you I think there was one like, day assume, you just re- I hope so. <laughs> you just retired? <laughs> <laughs> How else would you just... Oh, I suppose, you know, people like Bob Monkhouse, nobody told them or Bruce Forsyth. No, just you know, one day. Well, yeah. they've carried on working, though, didn't they? I, I mean, mean they both
0: haven't now. Yeah, what
2: happened <laughs> no, to what them? That, yeah. What happened to them? Well, Hampton, they both died. That's true. So there's a bit of a cautionary tale there. Just keep working. No. No, stop working. Stop working. What's the tale? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Yeah, I, go, keep think keep me I think I'd uh, do my own head I think, yeah, I don't think you actually get a, uh, like a P45 at any point. <laughs> Carriage clock. I think when you end up on certain reality shows, I think that's a P45. Yes, I think you might be that's right a, there. That's a rough beach to get washed up on. Yes, quite. I mean, I'd see you on Strictly. You would, We <laughs> <but you> won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to, though. But you won't. No, I know. You won't. But I would love to. I don't think, because I think what's interesting about those shows is the reason they're popular is people can't really disguise their true nature. No, yes. not for that long. No, yeah, I know what especially you especially in the jungle. Yeah, and nobody wants to see that. No, <laughs> one wants to see my true. Nature. I mean,
1: I've seen your showbiz exterior. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd l- <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, the one you put on for the public. Yes, this is me making effort. <laughs> so, yeah. I wonder. I'm exhausted uh, just by five minutes of it.
1: After but, three days of eating rice and beans in the jungle. Yes,
2: but just be surrounded by just those other idiots. <laughs> Just complete. I mean, why would you ever choose to hang around with complete and utter? And I can't use the word. No. But my, it's, it's other words. part of the bodily function system. They're just complete <laughs> holes, let's call them. Why would you want to do that? You wouldn't hang around them if you saw and them I could in. I would probably earn public. the money. I'd just do some corporate, yeah. do a voiceover, and yeah. get the same amount of money. I wouldn't hate myself. Yeah, but you yeah. wouldn't get to present uh,
1: the the off show next year. That's the that's the yes, that's yeah. the aim, isn't it? But that's the
2: thing that'd be the worst. It's not the it's not eating the bugs and stuff. No, I'm it's fine. It's all edible. They're not going to give you anything poisonous. No, they're going to look after it. Stuff you. We'd, we'd rather not have eaten. Of course, yeah. Pie and mash. I had that once. <laughs> not <a> fun. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> um, but um,
1: so we're not going to see the jungle. Just with the
2: other people. Just deal other people. So more than the trials
1: and the heat and the rain, it's just. Sat with Christopher Biggins for a few hours or whoever oh. in the jungle you think. No, well, I
2: don't want to name any names. No, I've, I obviously Christopher has a showbiz <laughs> lesson. <legend. laughs> of course. He's a close showbiz pal of mine. Of course I'm not is. going to name Well, you any were in names. Panto together. I'm I've sure. actually not watched this year's uh, jungle show. Who's in this year? Well, Shappy's in there, Shappie's you know Shappy, so right. she's all right. hang out,
1: we've hung out with Shappy, I'm sure, over the years. Um, who's Ian Lee's gone in? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's the barometer, but there
2: are so many. What's people... he done for the last 15 years? I don't, well. His radio show, and exactly. then Exactly. yeah, and then said exactly. You only go there if it's really your last chance. Yeah, it's well, the, the H... end of the road. People say your agent says to you, "Look, come on, <laughs> <laughs> nothing's happened. I've got a special phone for you. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> it's never wrong. <laughs> come on, the HMRC. You've got to go and do it. It's, it's literally no money. <laughs> You're just getting your food." <laughs> His you are in your lodgings, It's bed and bored, it's been and bored, <laughs> and you might get, I don't know, a voiceover one day out of it for Foxy Bingo, yeah. And that's pathetic. <laughs> They're all pathetic, though, aren't they? All of them. everyone who's in it is a bit bit something about, about them. You just go, That's why people like it, they like to see people in a desperate situation. It's like rats scrabbling out of a hole. <laughs> that's that's that's, that's so... one of the challenges, actually, <laughs> yes, yeah. So, I, you know. I don't think you'll see me on one of those shows. No. But i love to confound my public. But I'll tell you what.
1: (laughs) I've got to say, if we ever do see one of those shows, can you make sure we save that whole clip? Yes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Sunday mornings. 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio.
1: Where real music matters. After... A little bit of thought, Sean would like to offer <laughs> a, a, a little caveat to his uh, yes. his "I'm a celebrity" oh, just rant. Like, I
2: don't want to include footballers in that. Yes, of course. They're just like you said; they're bored. Yes. And of course, it's Dennis Wise. I've just yeah. realized. I didn't watch. I haven't watched it. It's Dennis yes. Wise, who is obviously is a sort of heroic figure in my foot as a Chelsea fan. So mm-hmm. I've got a signed shirt and everything. Yeah. So apart from Dennis, <laughs> the rest of you, a rats in holes, a rats <laughs> scrabbling out of holes, desperate, desperate well, creatures. <laughs> Apart from Dennis, who is a legend. (laughs) (laughs) Apart from you, Dennis. I will come down and scoop you out of that hole. (laughs) Sean Locks with us this morning, Susie Ruffle as well. Well, I've been thinking about this stuff a lot more recently because of my age, because I'm 54 now. 54, which, uh, to be honest, I expected more shock. Um, (laughs) Normally I have to go on the front row, closing everyone's mouths. But uh, (laughs) I've got to an age where pretty much anything I do, anything I buy, anything I wear... Any activity I take up is considered to be a midlife crisis. It's seen through this weird lens of some desperate attempt to cling to youth. Like anything I do, I bought a slightly complicated coat. <laughs> it had fastenings a man of my age wouldn't normally be associated with. We're going to have a bit of a midlife crisis, are you sure? In your young man's coat. Any glasses I buy, it doesn't matter what glasses I buy, people go, oh, got yourself some trendy glasses over here, you? some young person's glasses. You? Yeah. <laughs> I think people only be satisfied when I've got a monocort and an ear trumpet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sean Locke, uh, Keep It Light, new DVD uh, was released uh, the other day. It uh, can be found in all good DVD
2: shops, if they're still a yeah. thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> or iTunes. Yeah, yeah. It's quite shocking when you see a HMV, you go,
1: I know. oh, I remember them. They're little and old now and tiny, and yeah. you're like, what? Used
0: to be the king of the high street.
1: Mm, mm. I know, it's an odd one. That it's dog's odd...
0: looking worryingly thin, isn't it? Just <laughs> outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not yes. been fed for a while, has he? Yeah. Uh, you? Uh, and, and one of the few comics who, who's actually doing a DVD, which is... Mm. Uh, which is really? still a thing don't as well. There's not loads out, I don't think. It was certainly the first one we've had on the show uh, to really? talk about, yeah. So Everyone
2: does a book now, don't they?
1: Books, yeah, or albums, by the way. Hmm. Oh, oh yes. it out there. I've seen you. You're oh. very smart. Guys. Thank you very much, Sean. I really, wa- I really was waiting for your opinion on my album. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I did have a... Quite a uh, uh, I, I, I stared <laughs> oh, <laughs> from that but young man. I remembered lad. Your, uh, your, your, your show tunes um, career as well. Yes. You've got a show tunes career. Yeah, it's I saw sort of Ross Noble the other night.
1: That's right, who's uh, you in you did young, young Frankenstein. What did you do? Did you we did producers together.
2: Mm. Yeah,
1: that was so, great.
2: Um, yeah. So it's just a natural extension of your show tunes. I I'm guess. not sure about the waistcoat though.
1: Do you know, think about the waistcoat. I like the waistcoat. It's like Spanks for men, so it keeps everything right. in. Right. It's all right for you because you're, you're you know, a
2: naturally slim man, but. I like your honesty. You said you're literally targeting nanas. Yeah, that's who it's for. <laughs> like forced, an set, be- <laughs> like a sort of uh, <laughs> a drone. You just go straight into their soft spot. You're aiming this album right at their soft spot. <laughs> that's exactly uh, what I'm I, doing. I, I, yeah, you yeah, have was a piece next to it, so I thought that's... I like the honesty of that. I think you have to, and
1: I think what what i found quite nice is that it's. Um, it seems to be people who like us... For comedy, so young people like who come to comedy go in, well, I like him for this. Nana's never heard of him, but we can have, like, a shared experience in one person. That <laughs> right. seems to be happening. Uh, but,
2: yeah, um, so no no album from you, for you? Oh, in... I don't think so, no. No? I mean, I don't, I've not... There's no crooning voice in well, there. Well, you've obviously discovered a talent. Yes. You discovered that you could sing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't particularly want to do theatre, to be honest, because that's every night of the week. One of the great mm. appeals of comedy to me was the sort of random nature of it. Yeah, you, you, yeah. you work sometimes you could work three or four nights in a row, then you might have a th- three or four weeks off. Yes. So the idea of working every night, it, I've, I've never really appealed to me. Mm. But uh, I imagine it's a great thrill doing a great show like the uh, producers.
1: Yeah, I mean it was wonderful and I've, been, you know, as you're reading jokes written by mm. Someone better than you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mel Brooks. <was> pretty... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone doesn't, better than us. It
2: doesn't, doesn't, doesn't get...
0: get... <laughs> way, way, way <laughs> better It
2: doesn't, doesn't get better than that. <laughs> well, I think the film is probably the best, one of the greatest pieces of comedy ever made. Yeah, so, yeah. fantastic. Yeah.
1: It's absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, and your, so your new show, uh, well, it's, the tour's finished, but mm. the DVD's out, uh, is out now. These are the, the lists that it's... This is from your, uh, your press release. A newfound Love of Ballet.
2: Well, that actually didn't make the DVD. Oh, well, you can <laughs> talk about it then. <laughs> <laughs> I need to mention that to the PR people. Yeah, they're not doing their job Somebody right. needs um, a, to maybe make a phone call. Especially before I go on Good Morning Britain Yeah, of on course. Thursday. You don't want to be going on oh, no, against... It's weird plugging another bit of publicity that I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. but, By the way. Well, <laughs> I probably should mention that, because they'll, they'll, they'll they just won't know what to do. I mean, you've handled that very well. You're yeah. Going, oh, right. All right. But they're That's... just somebody going to meltdown. <laughs> day, daytime TV presenters. You throw yeah. something out and they go, what? So you and Piers Morgan What do you mean you're making a crumble? I, we, was, we were told it was a case. <laughs> He's making a crumble. It's supposed to be a case. I don't understand. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'll get that sorted. Yeah, quick. do
1: take that off. That's not part of it. No. But you,
2: are, but but I did do it. But you show. did do it. Yeah. And for, you do love ballet, the show, and some of it. And I'm going to revisit it and uh, again <laughs> another time.
1: Yeah.
2: I would never see was a ballet fan, but there you go. I was massive. Wow. Like a nutter. <laughs> Like stage that was door, a problem. I got banned from quite a few. Uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sean can't go in at a hundred feet of sand yeah. as well. So yeah, 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 even...
1: Stood at stage <laughs> door in a tutu. Yeah. <laughs> Accusations of having a midlife crisis, we just heard. Uh Jewelry heists. That sounds fun. That's is that after the Hatton Garden uh one I don't, that happened. I don't know.
2: Have you seen see,
1: Have you seen this DVD?
2: No. <laughs> I've never seen the press release. This is your press release. I literally just turned up places and go through doors and talk to people. That's your I don't job. know what. I don't really even I've not seen the DVD. We're
0: not entirely sure it's been recorded. Stephanie's got a my thing name though. on it.
2: You
1: sure <laughs> lock it lights. <laughs> jewelry heists, that's what it says. Behavior on the internet, jewelry heists. This is this no. is
2: on your press release. <laughs> Who's doing your PR? <laughs> Is it just one of your mates. No, at the no. Pub? <laughs> no. She's excellent, my PR woman. Oh. Probably the press release from the maybe it's an the Universal. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah, that's what it sounds Confused like. Confused. Jewelry I said, I don't know. <laughs> I'll
1: say what I want to ask about. Fifteen stories high. Right. Ah. I think one of the best sitcoms uh, in recent years. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Me
0: too.
1: And then it went, and mm. it sort of went, and then it was that your decision. Did you want to leave it at that
2: point because it was, or, or, I think it's a. a uh, I think it was a group decision <laughs> right. between me and the BBC, <laughs> but we didn't actually sit down and have a meeting. <laughs> you were no. told what your decision was. Well, they they didn't want to make any more of it. I think that would, they had the major shareholder <laughs> in that decision. <laughs> <laughs> I think they yeah they, they they sort of you know they they put flicked the switch. But, I've had relationships honest, that have broken uh, up like I, that. <laughs> it was so <laughs> intense the the writing of it, the making of it, yeah. and. Uh, to have it sort of just kicked around without Mm. any sort of respect for it for the work you've done, I just thought there's no point putting this much work into something which is just going to get literally tossed away. It's weird, isn't it? Because they struggle so much to find good sitcoms. Mm. You know, I mean, they're
1: remaking Porridge and various other things that they do and and yet they had something like that which was if you've not culture. seen it by the way it's, it's brilliant. Out on dvd it, i cannot recommend it more highly it's fantastic it's um, very
2: stylized and it and it, it's obviously influenced loads of stuff after it because the one of the things i think that is unique about it is the way it looks mm. and all comedy all sort of bbc2 channel 4 type comedy at that time mm. it was all quite colourful and zany yeah mm. and i made something which was still a bit mad and silly but it was very muted, dark, more realistic yes, tone. Yeah, it's like yeah. a sort of Scandinavian art house film, mm. and a lot of comedy, comedy in <laughs> it, yeah It's made like that, mm. and uh, there was lots of other sort of details in it which I thought were were, were particularly, I was particularly proud of, and the, mm. and, the, 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 and the desire to create a narrative that worked every week. It was a lot of work, but um, yeah, you just go. You say to yourself. Also, I discovered I had a, I had my first kid. And I and I did some light end, more mm. more light end. I did QI and I started doing panel shows. And I was thinking, hang on, I get paid as much for doing a series of <laughs> yeah. like eight out of ten cats. I get paid more actually yeah. than I would for writing and starring in a whole series of sitcoms. <laughs> yeah, which is like, yeah, I'm being brutally honest here. I just yeah, no, to myself, of course. Well, what am I doing? Do this then. <laughs> yeah, I'll do more of this. Yeah. <laughs> then spend more compared, time with the kids. Yeah. If, the, if the amount of work you put in was not going to get. It's not yeah. about the financial reward, but if it's not going to get shown, yeah, if you're, you're not going to respect you... either. Yeah. I mean, but it was uh, critically anyway, loved, wasn't it? Because didn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Manford,
0: Absolute Radio, where real music matters.
1: Susie Ruffle is my guest this morning. Good morning. And Sean Lock has joined us as well. He's got a new DVD out, uh, Keep It Lights. Mm. which is uh, a <laughs> great title for you. Thank you. So very Thank good. You. Very good title. Yeah, we spent many many evenings together. Yes, uh, on eight out of ten cats. over we did the years. Say, yeah. in this almost in this identical fashion across a desk. Yes, from each other, but without obviously not got Jimmy
2: Carr here. No, that's a shame. Is... <laughs> <laughs> did you
1: ever get? Did we ever get to the root of why he started laughing like that? Did
2: no, he did start, didn't it? Just about series out, four, it's come
1: out of nowhere, didn't it?
2: Yeah, like a dying seal. I, I think maybe he had some somebody. It must be some kind of gastric thing. <laughs> Something <laughs> <Like>, moved. <laughs> Something his, pan- his pancreas his got knocked or something, and uh, and then this noise started coming. It's like a kettle. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but suddenly he started making this strange. It's like a sofa that's been reliable for years, and then suddenly he goes ah. go, what? Because yeah. yeah, it's not put on. No, it can't be put on. Can't he genuinely be. does laugh like that. Yeah,
1: maybe we just never made him laugh before, and then suddenly yeah. we did. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's that true. he just never found us funny. I
2: never, I didn't think about it from that angle. No, that's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's weird, it? He did lose a lot of weight. Ah, uh, maybe that was it. So maybe, maybe the, the the weight was putting pressure on something. Dave <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, he did. He sort of lost a lot of weight between series one. Did Dave did series one? You did series two, didn't you?
1: I came at series three, actually. It's yeah. Three. Yeah, so Dave spiked
2: in the first three or four series. Yeah. 'Cause you know he'd stand in front of you, get up on that podium, yeah. do a little head wobble yeah. <laughs> and you could see you could see his back. Yes. And I remember him getting up there one day and thinking, God, I can see a lot more of the audience. <laughs> 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 There's another camera there. Yeah, and he'd sort of gone off the sort of normal comedian's diet of late night pizzas and That's and right, stuff. yeah,
1: he went showbiz, didn't he? Yeah. He got his yeah, he, well, I he think he's a bit
2: healthy as well. Yeah, that quite be an unhealthy
1: lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. It can be, yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, Coming home late, service stations, no one's selling a salad at midnight. No. And me. you don't
0: fancy a salad at midnight. Well, there is no.
1: that. Yeah, there is that. I mean, you've, you're gigging every night as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'm at it.
0: that stage. Yeah. Gigging a lot. But God, you're still. Driving a lot.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I noticed I, I lost about a stone in the last year from. And, and yet, still people are like looking at me going, oh, right, but th- this is you after. Like, <laughs> what, was the, what, yeah. was your, what was it like, Jace? How did you get there? And it's just. <laughs> eating crap in the middle of the night
2: yes yeah you're hungry and the, and i mean most places See, most people don't travel around the country no and uh, you, you know you, you live in a city you think uh you have a sort of access to many mm. different types of food mm. health foods but actually once you go out into the smaller places it is kebabs and chip shops yes uh,
0: but some places not even that and curries yeah i've done actually, gigs in like little towns in wales and after the gig you go do you know we can get some food and they're like no,
1: no, not at all. Yes, <laughs> until Tuesday, like no chance. <laughs> yeah, I guess the idea is to prepare. I've yeah. started making a packed lunch, that's what really? I did. Yeah, I do what a did pat you What's your packed lunch? Uh, just you know, try and. Sort of a chicken salad or something like that, or something a bit sort of semi healthy. Really? Yeah, I started doing <laughs> that now. Yeah, i have got pat oh, lunch now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've obviously seen stand up from the <laughs> from the last thirty years, and it's got do to you? this point now.
2: What do you have? Do you have like a do you have a bar
1: and crisps? Or I, do just, I don't crisps. have crisps. Are so you mad? That'd be that'd be <laughs> cra- that'd be that'd be crazy. I have right. a baby bell. I have a little baby bell is a little treat. Some right. cherry tomatoes and uh, yeah, like a chicken salad and that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you have oh, a God cold food
2: from the night before?
1: Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Or I'll, I'll, um, or I'll make something like a, or a soup in a flask. I sometimes I have a little flask.
2: Wow. Can't imagine. Just... no, no, <laughs> no. I just couldn't, wouldn't get that together there. What year did you start stand up? Uh, I did my first ever gig in October. I think it was October '88.
1: Right. Okay. But
2: that was an open spot. Yes. So yeah. that was, uh, you, and you, it was genuinely like just a curiosity thing yeah for yeah, a couple yeah. of years mm. and then i i suppose i went i gave up work in about 91 thanks to Margaret Thatcher ironically right okay because the thing they had the thing called the tories had a thing called the enterprise allowance scheme mm. so although a lot of alternative comedy was directed against the tories yeah. I and mean, i was never particularly political but yeah generally i didn't like them yeah um that schemes set loads of comics up in, oh, in, in stand up because what it did, did was it allowed you to uh, sort of start as a comedian. You had you got forty quid a week, mm. uh, and you got your rent paid ah. for a year guaranteed. So right. it didn't matter whether you, how much you earned in that year. Mm. Uh, so you you had the confidence to say, right, right I'm going to give up work. Well, that's the house I'm going to write you, right in the, the day, flat-sided. go do gigs, and it was a really good way of getting. I think quite a few comics I've yeah, yeah. spoken to got started like that. And I actually was I was working at the time. I actually put myself on the dole. Oh right. for like four weeks. To and get what, get were you, on the what were you? Doing. Just your... labouring. Just labouring, yeah. Work yeah. on building sites. Yeah. And um, that set me up. In about 91, I started properly. Right. And I can remember splitting up with a girlfriend and ending up in a bed sit. It was mm. in a bed sit in Highbury. And I moved in there. And I was doing two or three gigs a week. And I don't know if you ever lived in a bed sit, but. No. You know, there's a thing when if you've got a fridge in the room you're sleeping in, <laughs> you know, fridges suddenly just go. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. And I switched the light out, went to bed, and I was because of Stephen. and I heard the fridge go. Burr, burr, and I thought, I'm going to get up and write some more jokes to <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> get out of this. get out of this bed set. So it's the fridge, the fridge was the, the fridge start of Margaret your Thatcher. Who'd have thought? And my general love of performing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're <joie> de Vivre?
1: <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. Yeah. I do, I quite like it, but I don't like it a lot. What performing? You know, some people love it. Yeah, just, just absolutely. Yeah, love
1: McIntyre, it. Barrowman. Yeah, like they—they they love it. They're yeah.
2: alive on stage. Yeah, so they, they come do. up. Uh, that's when they're, they're. I enjoy it when, I, when I'm doing it, but I, I can quite happily have a break from it. Yeah. When
0: people say oh, I'm 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 happiest on stage, I think you need different mates. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need
0: different mates. Go. You <laughs> yeah. need some mates to go to the pub with. That's yeah. what you need. Yeah. You need a hobby.
1: But like Lee Evans has has retired, like retired from stand up. Do you reckon? He has though. Do you reckon he's never coming back? Well, we don't know, do we? But do you think, as a performer, if oh, you yeah. suddenly went right, and retiring. Do you think you could get through the rest of your life never stepping
2: no, stepping on you could, stage cause, again? Because um,
1: not financially, I mean, just well, for else, yourself. Most
2: comedians, are pr- apart from the ones who are, who are already doctors or teachers, <laughs> yeah. Uh, most comedians are pretty useless. Uh, everything else, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'll,
0: yeah, I'll I'd got, have nothing. I've yeah. got nothing, nothing to
1: fall I'd back love on. to see
2: you as a teacher. Yes. <laughs> Well, oh, I just I don't think I'd be much use in B and Q pointing people to where the
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> where the tiles are, which they are oh, where the screws are. I don't think I'd be much good in good in that. I don't think I could pull that off without no. getting sacked within a morning. <laughs> so um dealing face to face with customers. <clears throat> I've always quite liked the idea of working behind a deli counter at, at a, sort of n- a nice supermarket
1: oh yeah
2: so you get the... to handle the fish and the pies and the cheese like a mix so it's not yeah. not every day's the same yes exactly. yeah that's what would get boring i think yeah <laughs> i've always i love <laughs> wet fish shops <laughs> i do have a thing for wet. there's do a thing on 15 stories high where uh, yeah. oh, Errol yes. gets a job at billingsgate and that's because of my love of wet fish i wanted to go wow. to billingsgate uh, I, I do have a sort of I, just, I can just go in them and not buy anything Just have a wonder, yeah. like, like a museum Yeah, I do, I just, I just love looking at wet fish
0: <laughs> Do you fish? Do you go fishing?
2: <laughs> not really, no
0: You want to take that up yeah, I'm <laughs> telling I you. reckon you might like that no, well,
2: Because I'm a comedian, I'll be useless at it <laughs> <laughs> This
0: is Jason Munford This is Absolute Radio Real
1: music matters. Susie Ruffle has been my guest all morning. Thanks for morning. having me, yes. Jace. Absolute pleasure. It's been delightful. It's been lovely,
0: yeah. Thanks so you very can much.
1: follow uh, Susie on Twitter.
0: Yep, and I've got a website, susieruffle.com, and I'm doing a little tour in the spring um, of my show that I did in Edinburgh last year, and then I've got a run at the Soho Theatre in March. Great. So, yeah, this Which is along a great there.
1: space. Yeah, it's, it's lovely. lovely. I love it there, there. yeah. And uh, so, and all tickets and everything we can get on your on my website on your yeah, website. very much. Uh, and Sean Locke has joined us in the last hour as well. Mm-hmm. Lovely to see you again. It's a pleasure. I've
2: enjoyed it's it. It's been a while since we uh, we worked together.
1: Yes. And
2: uh, we. I won- don't think they should. Uh, they should you should have gone. I think you should. They should. Uh, I know. You I know. D- you're much more cheery than John. <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. John Richardson took over, didn't he? And yeah. And I, I loved that job. It was great fun. No, I'm only not... joking, of course. A of me and fun John fun. are very close showbiz pals. <laughs> no, of course. I can see the, it. the, the, yeah. the, the chemistry. On... The chemistry is, 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 is natural. <laughs> I'll work with anyone. As long as you pay me, I'll work with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought that about you. <laughs> I've uh, said, yeah, obviously, like, the guy on that side of the, the panel yeah. is a bit like drummers in Spinal Tap. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> I see them all off. You know, in Tap they have gone through like hundreds of dramas <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I'll still be around in 30 years' time. <laughs> with another guy on the other side.
1: <laughs> I liked when we were on it, they would always put the new comic on on my side. Yeah. They'd put them near me. Would like, they? Yeah, yeah. Often they'd put the new comic near me. Don't, 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 sure, don't put them there. Sean, sure, put them there. Manfred, they'll be nice. Oh, it's
2: just funny because I'm always quite, uh, I've always thought I was very supportive. <laughs> <laughs> I've helped a lot of young people up the ladder. I'm sure. Oops. <laughs> hey, careful. <laughs> <laughs> I have, oh yes. I was helping a helping hand. We mentioned earlier, talent. actually,
1: that you were. Um, I, I sort of threw it out there, but you were the first comedian to play a stadium, technically.
2: Well, no, I'm not. It's one of those great myths oh, that right. survives oh. because it's a good, better story than the truth. Okay. Which is how, how history is written. It's a lesson in it. Quite. And what it was, was because I was supporting <clears throat> Newman and Badil mm. Well, because I was... <clears throat> excuse me. You <clears throat> get really emotional about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in the show. Yes. With okay. Newman and Baddiel. People assumed I was supporting them. Oh. And uh, journalists were incredibly lazy people <laughs> and <laughs> nasty and bitter... Generally, they wanted to <laughs> steal some of David and Robert's thunder. There's oh, some I of their, see. Some of their lights and say, well, actually, they weren't the first ones to Because obviously, if Sean Luck was supporting him, oh, he would have okay. gone on stage first. But that wasn't that wasn't the case at all. But right. what I like about it is it really annoys Dave for still. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so sometimes I go, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going yourself, and I, I, I've, sp- I've spoken about it. He goes, "Yeah, well, you stop doing that." I said, "Well, sometimes I tell the truth, though. Sometimes <laughs> I keep the lie going because it, it's quite an interesting, because yeah, it's a great bit." Of well, publicity. I said it before; I thought it was fact. So yeah, I, I know, said it as, a, as an actual. It's, um, it's one of those things that just sort of perpetuates, but it teaches you a lesson about that mm. history and about you know, and, and I suppose with the fake news agenda and everything and these days, is that people prefer the story to the truth. Yeah, and yeah. it's a better story that I went on first. Yes. But yeah, I did. I, I was the third one to be on there. Yeah, well, you were there. Yeah, still a big Mick. Admi- admittedly, you know, I don't think I went on. Was I? Was, did I? Go on I did. I suppose I did a bit of stand up in the show. Mm. But um, I can't remember. To be honest. Oh, it was. it would have been a while ago. No, no, I didn't do any stand up. Mm. They wrote. They. I did characters in their TV show. Oh, okay. But they didn't give me the strongest ammunition, I'll, I will say that. Ooh. I actually got heckled. I was probably the first person to be, first comedian to be heckled. <laughs> How to you know uh, I was definitely. <laughs> really? Yeah, people started shouting Milky Milky because they used to do a show with um, Punt and Dennis. Oh, yes. And there were characters in that. And uh, I started getting heckled. <laughs> Because the the, the 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 headset mic's crackled mm. at one particular point, so the small punchline they'd given me was lost. Oh, so it was just like a man standing there who wasn't Rob Newman or Dave Padilla yeah. at this big ten thousand seat gig. Christ. And And uh, so I started using a few uh, a few of my sort of put down skills. Yeah, why well, wouldn't you? Mm. Yeah, I, know, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I wasn't. I wasn't the first. Oh, oh well.
1: Damp squid but I've done other things. But
2: Jason, I've done other things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have, and you've also done a DVD. Yes, I've done a DVD. Another one uh, to add a to your collection. Video disc. Yes, uh, to add uh, to the collection. Um, so uh, Keep It Light is out now. Uh, a fantastic
2: present this Christmas yes, yes, for yeah. your... Um, well, I'd pick... say you should buy two. Oh, really? Because you have one uh, for, like, at home and mm. one for when you're travelling around... That's a good idea. ...visiting people and doing... Doing your work, and whatever, just keep running the car. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. So yeah. buy two. Yes. And is there a two I for think... one deal on the? No, no, <laughs> it's two for two. Yeah, two I'm for sure there will be very
1: soon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no more live dates at the moment. Nobody can see. I you live. think I'm doing um, a couple of gigs that I had to cancel. I'm doing Cardiff in uh, in January and, right. and, and Birmingham. Just doing a few bits and bobs, but I'll carry on doing shows. We'll always see you, yeah.
1: We'll <laughs> yeah. always see you. Good yeah. stuff. Uh, and I saw you with um, Bill Bailey and Lee Mack as well. You were doing uh, uh for the next meal, the, uh, yes. Charity. It's a
2: charity run by a neighbor of mine, a remarkable bloke who is he, he, he runs a soup kitchen in Muswell Hill, mm. which he's run for 25 years. Wow, uh, mm-hmm. on his own, doesn't he's not associated with any charity and uh, he um. He created this website where, if you just put the... You know, it's only for London. Hmm. If you put your postcode in, it would tell you where the nearest place to get free food was. Oh, right, where wow. you are. And a lot of people would say to him, well, homeless people don't have phones. He said, well, actually, quite a lot of them do. Hmm. This is his knowledge of yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. 25 of years. But he said also it's a way of engaging with, with homeless people rather than either ignoring and making judgments yeah, uh, yeah. or giving money that you feel like might be going to, you know drug dealers, whatever, mm. you know, which is a, you know... Uh, sort concern, yeah, yeah, of course. It's another way of engaging with them. So there's these cards you can print off from nextmeal.co.uk mm. uh, and the plan is to have it in cities all, all around the country. Brilliant. But I just thought, I went up to the soup kitchen and helped out mm. once because I'd chatted to him a few times and yeah, thought, like, yeah. I'll go up. And I did it, and he said, how was it? I said, oh, I really enjoyed it. The way that you would say you really enjoyed a parachute jump. <laughs> yes, yeah, of course, I thought, yeah. oh, yeah, I was quite enjoyed that. Yeah, it was quite interesting. But he said, and he was looking at my washing up, and it, it wasn't the best, and he said, there <laughs> is another way you can help us, Sean. Sure. <laughs> ah. So he told me about this, and I thought, well, I, the least I can do is try and get some publicity. So yeah. Lee and uh, Bill very kindly uh, agreed to help out. So Brilliant. it was good to give it, and we had... Um, uh, we, you know, we, we had a lot of lot of interest in it, and uh, it, it went very well.
1: Yeah. So there you go. It's Next a really thing.
2: good. It's what it is. It's a, it's a. Sol- it's not a solution, but it's a way of. It's helping, helping a problem. Helping yeah, a problem.
1: yeah. Nextmeal.co.uk. So yeah. if you want to want to help out as well, uh, that's set up by uh, Martin Stone, friend of uh, Sean. Uh, you can do that. Nextmeal.co.uk. I will see you uh, next week. I'm uh, not sure who's on the show yet. Probably not booked them. Uh, but I'll see you next week. Uh, Sarah Champion. Up next on Absolute Radio. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio.
0: Where real music matters.